Hey everybody and welcome back to SCDC ENT presents The Age Woman and I am that lady Miss Nicole coming at you today with another topic <laughs> uh, that I hope will help you um, in your daily growth you know um, so today I want to talk to you guys about patience um, there are many, many, many different verses in the Bible that talks about patience and how you have to have and how patience is just is just a necessary thing. You know, we have uh, become accustomed to wanting everything fast and right then and there and immediately, right? Immediately, just we got to have it right now. So... The crazy part about the whole thing is that you have absolutely no control over anything except for what you do. Anytime you're depending on someone else or something else to do something for you, you're you're at their will and at their subjection. And unfortunately, that's just the way things is. And there's nothing really we can do about that. We have to learn how to have patience with one another, patience for personal growth in people, patience for just everything. You know? Sometimes I get frustrated with myself because I feel like a lot of things I should know or things I should be, I should have been doing, you know, But the knowledge had to be there first. Knowledge has to come before you can do anything. You know, so until until I'm able to develop the knowledge of things fully, I can't embark in them. Until I develop the knowledge of something, I can't embark in my endeavors. Right? And... The first part of embarking in your endeavors is you've got to develop patience for your process because you are a work in progress. You're never going to be perfect, but you are always going to be working to strive to be better every day throughout the day, hopefully, until you leave this earth and become something different or, you know, until you figure it out you have to be aware that no one cares about how you feel your feelings you should just put them in your pocket and go about your business nobody is going to entertain your feelings except for you and no one is afraid of you or your mouth so once you realize that and let me add something to it And bad behavior gets you cut out from a lot of things. Bad behavior and a nasty attitude gets you cut out from a lot of things. It really does. So having an attitude, having, uh, you know, being loud and just not respecting the process is going to get you in a lot of trouble. 
you have to understand that the world does not revolve around what you think and what you think it should be. That's not what the world is. Your world may evolve like that because the only thing that you can control is you and your response to external things around you. And I am going to give you some examples about that when we come back after this break. Hey everybody and welcome back. And I just want to take a moment to thank all of my sponsors. Um, thanks for all my supporters. Thanks for the love in my email, queenfromcreation at gmail.com. Um, I still have a few more emails that I have to respond to, but I really appreciate it. Thanks for supporting me on my YouTube channel. Just much love. Um, and thank you again. So, <clears throat> um, one thing that I want you to understand is that patience is up to you. You cannot control, you don't control anything, right? And you could want something so bad, you could want to achieve something so bad, but nothing is going to happen when you want it to, unless you're totally responsible for everything that is going to occur. Like tonight, for example, I'm going to make dinner, right? So I am in control of the process and how things turn out and when they get done and, and everything. Unless I have to wait for somebody to do something for me in that process. Like if I have to wait for somebody to go get the chicken. Or if I have to wait for somebody to bring me some rice. Or if I have to wait for somebody to come bring me some water or anything. That is when I my patience need to be uh, used. Because I am on their time. I need their assistance. So I need to wait and be patient for them to bring me the things that I need. So I have nothing. I have I, I cannot do anything but respect the process, right? Okay. So my next thing would be respecting the having patience with other people. For instance, if I cook dinner today and I slave and do something magnificent in the kitchen, and my husband decides he don't want anything to eat today. Am I going to be upset? No, I am not. Regardless of, you know, whether he wants to eat or not, I've already cooked. And when he wants to eat, I'll fix him a plate. If he doesn't want to eat, then eventually it'll all get thrown away. But either way, I'm not going to allow myself to stress out and get upset because he's just not ready to eat something you know he hasn't he's just uh he's finishing up his his uh well we're almost 100 days out from uh his stem cell therapy transplant so he's still trying to get his appetite back but he don't want to lay up in the bed he's not real active so he don't want to eat a lot to get you know fat or nothing so which makes a lot of sense <laughs> um but patience 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 for the process i have been we have been going through some like serious things and I'm going to talk about it um, in like a separate podcast because it's probably going to be a long conversation. 
but uh, we've been going through some different things and it's been really difficult and really hard on us but we have just been literally just taking our time and going through the process we can't rush it you know we have to respect it when you are in need of something and there is no one to assist you with that need all you can do is just be patient you can't try to rush it because if you rush it then you're taking your you're taking God's hands off the situation and you're trying to make something happen on your own and when you do that you are destined to fail when you do things like that you are destined to fail and I have had to learn that myself. Like, I had to literally learn that, like, no matter how much I want things to be over with, I had to develop practical ideas and, and be reasonable with what I'm dealing with. And the only way you can really develop that kind of patience and understanding is once you understand what the hell you're dealing with. And who you and, and who you dealing with. When you dealing with when you when you dealing with a nation of people and you have to operate inside a nation, it's very difficult when things are set up not to be on your side. So when you know that, you basically just have to go with the flow. <laughs> there ain't even no way around that. And I'll be right back after this message. Hey everybody and welcome back to Processing Patience and that is the title of my conversation with you today. Um, so, conversation, patience, I, I always have, the, the first thing that I recommend that, that you do is that I want you to, uh, if you have a Bible dictionary, or if you have a Bible with a dictionary in the back, I want you to look up the word patience. And I want you to read all the scripture that the Bible says about patience. I always used to do that back in the days because I wanted to know what God said about things that I wanted for myself. So I would always make it a practice of um, finding words, that I felt like I needed to understand about, you know, like the mouth, like my mouth, running my mouth, and what God say about a woman who talks a lot of, or, or the words that I use out my mouth. How important is that to God? That's the kind of questions that I ask myself. So I would look up the word mouth or words in my Bible dictionary, and I would, and it would point me to various scriptures in the Bible about where that word is mentioned or where that is taught that particular thing is talked about and I would write down those verses and I would read those verses and keep them in my spirit you know so I know that and I would know and understand how to, how I'm supposed to operate in 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 a, accordance with what the bible said that I should do because you know, as much as we want to get away from the Word of God and, and not even entertain that, um, like that's just not relevant, 
what are we supposed to base our morals and our thought processes to? What do we base them on? Do we base them on a society that was set up to not see us succeed as people, not see us as people or respect us? Or should I base my my life and my morals on something that, first of all, has been totally discredited by where I live, by, by the people that, that we coincide with. Everybody has a problem with it. So that means that must be a good thing if everybody has a problem with it. You have multiple recreations of it, even though it says, don't recreate this book. You know, don't recreate my word to make it say what you want to say. You have a lot of lies that this book corrects. So why not entertain this book? And especially if it's referring to people that fit what this book talks about. We, as quote-unquote black people, we don't have a chance because we don't have any order. Every Everybody live by a code but us. Everybody live by a code but us. Everybody live by a code but us. The grown, the grown women are respected by the younger women. The, in, in cultures, the grown men are respected by the younger men. In different cultures, you know, women, you don't even have to tell them to be modest. That's just what they do. They wear skirts and dresses and happy about it. They don't even, that ain't even an issue, you know, or they cover up. You have, but you, it's, it's, it's a reason why people live the way that they do. And, and, and the way that, the reason why they have the results that they have. And just like, it's a reason why we live the way we do and we're having the results that we have. It makes no sense to me how we are so blind to think that we were made to live our best life at the expense of shitting on everybody else. It's amazing to me. We have patience for everything else, the patience to get our nails done, patience to get our hair done, but we don't have patience for our man. We don't have patience for our children. We don't even have patience for ourselves. And we'll be right back after these messages. everybody and welcome back and I am that lady Miss Nicole and you are tuned in to the Age Woman podcast and I just want to thank you in advance and I'm going to tell you one thing that uh, I actually I've always wanted to be a patient woman because but I didn't know how I didn't know what was patience how to execute patience so I'm going to explain to you how I see and how I practice patience so when you see an opportunity and at this time in this opportunity you have the opportunity to 
before you before you go to open your mouth you should think are the words that I'm about to say out my mouth going to cause a problem and if am I ready for the problem that my words are going to cause and does it even make sense for me to even say anything at all can any words that I say out my mouth make a difference? Or will I even get the results that I want if I say anything? Is this really worth messing up my day and my mood when I'm feeling really good right now? A lot of times the answer is no. None, nothing is worth you destroying your peace of mind for foolishness. And that is the talk of a, a very patient patient woman if my husband says some stupid shit that I don't want to hear I instantly know that he's trying to do that so I just you know I'm just not even going to say anything because it's not worth it at the end of the day I could just you know you know how you say you hear something and you just like oh, okay yeah I heard that but uh, you have a choice you have a choice not to respond not to say anything not to make a comment not to even let it affect you you know, you have a choice and you should choose. You should choose the upper road of patience sometimes. You should choose. You should choose that you're just going to understand that this person right here don't even know what they said to you or how they said to you or how the words that they said to you affected you. So you're just going to let them have that. Just to keep peace and understanding in your spirit just to understand that that person may not be on the level that you are so they might be kind of ignorant so you just gonna let them have that a little bit you don't have to respond to anything that anybody says and a lot of times if they're right it doesn't even really require a response sometimes it doesn't even require a response sometimes you just need to take the words that a person says and process them. And once you finish processing them, you just go on about your day. When you learn to just shut up, it is very freeing. The spirit becomes freer. You, you stop gaining more gray hairs. People actually like to be around you and like to talk to you. Because you have a calm sense of self. You're able to process things better because you don't have that funky feeling of whatever on you. You feel better about yourself. And you know that if that you know that God is looking down on you and he like, yeah, I love my daughter. Yeah, I love my son. Because they are just, they just show their excellence to me. They show their excellence to me. And it might not be a win for everybody, but it'll definitely be a win for you. And God knows everything that you do. He sees when you have the opportunity to act the damn fool, but you just don't. Because you want to glorify him. We are not animals. We are peaceful people. And as soon as we can stop being led and manipulated by outside forces 
we can really get back to who we are and begin to use our brains to think rationally and really put forth our resources to make things happen. If you're not, if you don't plan on going back to Africa, you have better come together in America because we don't have a choice at this point. We don't have a choice. We have to come together. Or there isn't going to be, we're not going to be able to survive. It's just, we're overdue. We're overdue. We're overdue of coming back as a family unit. We're overdue as coming back as a loving group of people, a loving community. Do you understand how wonderful it could be? If it's like 50 women of color coming together in a neighborhood, in a project, in a housing complex, 50 units of women coming together, planting vegetables, taking care of one another, they fixing each other hair, they got, a, they got good vibes toward each other. And, and, and they bring their men and children together and they got good vibes toward one another and they do things as a group. And everybody put in a little change every now and then to sponsor different things that benefit the community. Whether it be uh, solar panels for the community, whether it be um, a, a, a wash, a laundromat close by for the community, a grocery store for the community, a bank for the community, a community clinic to help with problems so you're not having to go to the hospital and ruin your credit. There are so many things that we could be doing other than being fools. And we just wasting time. And we got a lot of time. Our 400 years are up since, since 2019. So, anything can happen. Shalom.